We are recording. Are we recording? We are recording. We are recording. We are recording. Alright. Cody, you want to introduce yourself? This is Cody Rotkoff. You gotta speak up, fucker. I do. I need to talk louder. This is Cody Rotkoff. Yes, that's German for redhead, because I'm a fucking ginger. Yeah, so if you go on Killer Reviews and you see someone whose name is Rotkoff, which sounds like they're vomiting, that's Cody. Uh, this, is, this is Gavin, and my name on Killer Reviews is Gavin. So that's pretty straightforward. I thought so. How about that? And what are we listening to? We're, I'm not sure what we're listening well, to. Well, we're listening to some weird this. shit in the parking lot. <coughs> but what are they listening to? I'm not sure. This is Fecal Tsunami. Brought to you by Gavin and Cody Rotkopf. This is Fecal Tsunami. What Fecal is the tsunami. what is the what is the topic this week? The title this week? Uh, the title I thought this week would be Polishing the Turd. Oh yeah, Polishing the Turd. Polishing the Turd. Because we're gonna because try to make this week better than last. Better than week. last. We're gonna polish the turd. Yeah. Because last week was kind of shitty. We're gonna polish this turd. Yeah. Good luck shine. with that. Yeah. We're gonna make it shine. We're gonna make the turd shine. Alright, anything you want to get out of your uh, system right off the bat, sir? Well, other than uh, Slaughtered Vomit Dolls was horrible. No, I don't. You want to talk about that? Right? We can get to that right away if you well, want. We'll talk about that right away. I, I honestly, I had trouble sitting through the film. I, I have, there, I have sat through Ex- explain this to people oh, for, God, for who do, people that don't know what Slaughtered Vomit Slaughtered Dolls Vomit is. Slaughtered Vomit Dolls is a Canadian film by Lucifer. I, I forget his last name. It don't matter. His first name is Lucifer. Um, basically, it follows a, a, a character named uh, was it Amber Aberdeen? You, you, no, you're putting Angel too much thought in this. Who gives a shit? Yeah, it was who bad. Who gives a shit it's, about it's the a, character? It's a Canadian film. Basically, it's uh, nothing but vomit porn. It is... You, you see yeah, the whole thing, right. everything, it's vomit porn. It's it's women vomiting and, and throwing up. It's about a, a prostitute, who, le- who a bulimic prostitute who obviously throws up and, and has sex with random guys. It's it's made of nothing but, but cut scenes and shaky cameras and shitty films. It's it's mm-hmm. not even a horror film. Then what was your problem with it? It's made of nothing but shaky camera scenes, cut scenes that last maybe two minutes. There's no storyline whatsoever at all. There's no storyline. That's the problem with it. I like at least a little bit of a storyline. I mean, I like the, uh-huh. the Italian horror flicks like you do, and I know Italian horror films don't have much of a storyline, right. but Italian yeah. horror films have more of a storyline than this does, and that's that's saying a well, lot. Well, that's true. That's true. <laughs> that's okay. saying a lot. Yeah, slaughtered slaughtered vomit dolls. I watched that. I don't know. Let's say three years ago. I don't know. Pull it on my ass. Yeah, watched it three years bad. ago because a girl made me watch it, and she was a midget, and I don't say no to midgets. And well, uh, yeah. there's another movie I watched that actually that had a midget in it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Willow? S- no, <laughs> unfortunately, no. I have seen Willow, and it's a great film. I mean, you can't go wrong with Val Kilmer for the most part. Yeah, what do you see? What you see? Uh, I saw zombie women from Mars. Oh, right. No, 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 no,
Oh, you want to talk about that right now? You want to get little, into that now? As a little person. No, we can talk about that more later. I say, we, we're all over got, the place right now. We are. We, we're four minutes into it, and we're fucking everywhere. That's fair. Well, yeah, the slaughtered vomit dolls, like, when I watched that, uh, which I did watch the whole thing. And I apologize for that. That Nobody should ever have to sit through that whole form. And you really don't and, need to. And no, no. You, you don't need to sit through that or any of the other two films. It's a trilogy. It's that... The, the Vomit Trilogy. I didn't see the other two. But vomit, I can tell gore, you from the first one. If, gore trilogy, it, it, if you watch the first thing. like 20 minutes, you've already figured out what you're going to watch the next hour or whatever. Because all it is is someone vomiting. Um, in one case, I think they like they vomited into someone's like open skull. Like yeah. the top of their head's cut off or something. I remember some... some, some pulling the eyes out of a skull and then stabbing the skull. Oh, yeah, there's that. It's, yeah. it's kind of... The, they claim it to be an art picture slash horror film. I have seen better art pic- If you're going to watch an art picture, you, you would rather watch Onshan Andalou, which is... Onshan Andalou is, is very good. It is. It's... it's. Uh, and people who don't speak French have no idea what we're saying, but that's okay. That's all right. It's uh, um, Salvador Dali and... Uh, uh, that, that Luis Bunuel. Uh, Luis Bunuel. 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 I don't know how you say that. Luis Bunuel. Who is that? You say Bunuel? Bunuel. It's, it's Bunuel. Is it? I don't know. I'm just okay. guessing here. We'll say it is. We'll say Luis Bunuel. Bunuel. Which is, he's I would have said like Bunuel. It's yeah. Bunuel. Okay. Great, great director. I mean, he's, delicate, he's directed a lot of uh, a lot of good flicks. And he did. Salvador Dali. You can't go wrong with, with Dali. I mean, great artist. Dali is fantastic. Is fantastic. Painter. But yeah, slaughtered vomit dolls, man. No, like, Horrible. yeah. So they're drinking vomit. They're vomiting up vomit that they drank. And they're drinking the vomit that they vomited and vomiting it up. Yeah. And, and, and yeah. Then, and this is part of a part of a trilogy. By, yeah. By this Lucifer guy. And then, like you say, like, so I watch this, and then afterwards, you know, I look it up because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to write a review or yeah, whatever. Yeah, and, yeah. I've done which I, I think I have a review online somewhere if anyone actually wants to read that. But, um, and... And I look at the plot description, and like you say, yeah, it's about this bulimic yeah, chick yeah. and whatever. A bulimic, a bulimic woman who becomes a stripper, and then from being a stripper, she becomes a prostitute. The plot synopsis, if you read it anywhere online, if you read it on IMDb, it seems like it's got a, a an actual plot. Like it it's going to be a legitimate film, and and if you watch it, it's nothing but two minute cutscenes of of. The vomiting and, and women pissing and no, it's true. It's it's I, basically it's a it's not so much a horror film as it is a, a vomit fetish porn <laughs> flick. That's very true. It's it's a it's a porn flick for for people who like watching women vomiting. Yeah, which normally I or do, pee. but in this case, no. And and you know and, and I read the I read the plot after I watched the film. I read the plot outline or whatever, yeah. and I was like, wait, what? <laughs> because what that what they say the plot is and what I saw is not at all the there same is there thing. is no there is no plot there is nothing it's just uh, it's cutscenes of gore which aren't really all that I mean they're somewhat realistic they're fairly impressive for a low budget flick but um, I've seen better yeah and uh, yeah it's pretty much just naked women vomiting everywhere it is it's good if you like vomit and pornography together. We've it, said vomit a lot in the it, first like 10 minutes of this recording. Yeah, vomit, vomit, vomit. Vomiting. Puke. Yeah. Spew, booting. Um, Horking. 
So, uh, Cody, let's let's go to the mailbag. Yeah, which we don't have this week because uh, why don't we have a mailbag? Because the shit has not been posted on the website. That's right. Because if you're actually hearing this, uh, you're probably hearing it late because you probably didn't even hear the first. Well, you may have now heard the first one, but you didn't hear it by the time that we're recording. Because it's either been. Posted on Killer Reviews, which which hasn't happened as of yet, with, at the time of this recording, mm-hmm. or you downloaded it from Mega Upload. God knows why you would do that. I don't know why you would do that. It is available on Mega Upload as as a fecal tsunami. Yeah, as we record this this uh, this episode, the first this is the second episode. The first episode was available online if you could find it. Uh, so it's on there somewhere. The internet has it. Out there. We're hoping Greg gets off his ass and posts this. Well, we don't say his name. Yeah, well, I just did. Oh, okay. Well, we don't. I don't know who that that's, is. That's all I'm gonna say is Greg. I'm not gonna say what his what his name is on the website that this should be posted on. Okay. If he posts it, then the next episode I will say who Greg is. All right. You want me to talk about interviews, or you want to go right to the movies we watch? We, we can do the interviews first, and then we'll go into the movies. Okay. All right. Well. Uh. Last time we recorded, a week ago, I was talking about all the interviews that may or may not exist. Yeah. And believe it or not, if you push people to do something, they might actually do it. because you gotta, you, You've got to give them the ultimatums. Hey? Yeah. In, in, in the previous six days, I now have interviews up my ass, which I have uh, submitted. And you should be able to read on killerreviews.com. Any day now. Um, for example, uh, Tara Cardinal. I don't really know who Tara Cardinal is. Uh, she know, actually uh, contacted me and wanted to do an interview. So, so what has she done? Uh, she appeared in something called Legend of the Red Reaper, where she was the Red Reaper. I don't really know. I didn't see anything she's done. But uh, she was really nice. We talked about how shitty Indiana is. Uh, You're from Indiana, I apologize, Indiana, but Indiana is Indiana shitty. Indiana is hard. It's flatland. It's fucking terrible. Yeah. The glacier receding thing did not reach Indiana, and it's boring. It's flatland if you drive through it. Yeah. I did an interview with uh, Kelly Maroney, who was in Fast Times at Ridgemont High, Shopping Mall, Night of the Comet... I almost watched that this week. Did you almost watch it? I was close. I'm like, I was debating whether or not to watch Slaughter Vandals. I almost watched uh, it. Or or none of the comment or... My eyes were so close to opening. It was. I I had my my cursor over it. I'm like, I'm going to click on this and watch it. And I I decided to watch it. I never saw it either. I decided to watch uh, Zombie Woman of Satan instead. I love Chopping Mall, but... Yeah, oh, who doesn't? Chopping Mall's great. Oh, yeah, yeah. So Kelly Maroney's out there. If you want to check that out, talk about uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Uh, John Russo, who wrote Night of the Living Dead, has done, um, you know, various things here and there since then. If you uh, know John Russo, you, you, may, you probably shouldn't be listening to this podcast. Too. If you don't know who he is? I think so. Oh, you can I still think, listen. I think John Russo is, is a pretty prominent name. He's a, he's a, well, he's a great guy, too. John's a really great guy. I mean, I've met him a few times at the conventions and whatnot, and he's pretty cool. And so I talked to him, and, you know, and uh, look for that interview, because this is the beauty of it. You know what You know what I did for John Russo? Uh, what's that? Yeah, I know you 
avoided Night of the Living Dead. Entirely. That's what I did. Because it's been done to death. I mean, That's the, what the film is, what, 40 years old now? Uh, 40, almost 43 years. 43 years since Night of the Living Dead, which, yeah. which really... There had been zombie films before that, but that one really... That really, I think that, it that, took that, off. Huh? Yeah, that, that, that's when the zombie films really started. That one was not the original zombie film, but probably uh, the, the start of the, of of the, the modern era, world. we'll say. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, yeah, I mean, so that, check that out. I mean, we talk about other projects he's been involved in, and uh, an upcoming film which he's uh, in talks with and he's already got a great cast lined up Tony Todd Kane Hodder some other people that's, I think that's it's called I name. believe it's called Escape of the Living Dead I think it's called Escape of the Living Dead sounds like it would be one of the next in the series yeah uh, did an interview with Jeff Burr Jeff Burr not a household name but he should be. It should be. He should Jeff be. Jeff Burr should be well known but he's not. He did uh, Whisper to a Scream Pumpkinhead 2, Leatherface, Stepfather 2, uh, and, and an assortment of other things. Uh, a lot of sequels, which didn't really need sequels, but they should have been made. Well, I like Stepfather 2. Stepfather 2 Actually, I like good. Pumpkinhead 2 Pumpkin also. Pumpkinhead 2, um, so, so on. Yeah, well, you know. The, the, but, the other, yeah, he's a, he's, he's a good guy. But I recommend checking that one out for sure, because Jeff... Jeff is a fantastic guy, and like I said, if you listened last week, I told the story of him calling me, and we did the shit and whatever, and anyway, but he was so gracious and so thorough in his answers, and if you want to know anything about anybody he's worked with, Vincent Price, uh, Charles Band, anybody, I mean, he tells you, he's you, not afraid to tell you the stories. And, and how could you go wrong with a story about Vincent Price? Yeah, and I you want to, can we tell the Vincent Price story now? I think we should. I, any story about Vincent Price, I think, is worth telling. He's, he's Vincent fucking Price. He's, yeah, I he's mean, the man. I mean, read the, read the interview for the full story, but basically what happened was, um, this was Jeff, Whisper to a Scream was Jeff's first movie. Right. Good movie, and good movie. It is a good movie, and... He wanted Vincent Price to be in it, and so he, like, talked to some tour group that, like, does, you know, bus tours showing sure. you the houses of the stars or whatever, yeah. and he figured out where Vincent Price's house was. Yeah, okay. So him and a friend drove, I mean, he's, like, maybe 20 or something at this time. Okay. He, drove, he drives to the area, and the mailman shows up, drops off the mail, he sees Vincent Price come out of the house, take his mail. So he's like, nice. I know I got the right house. Yeah. I know Vincent Price is home. He walks up, knocks on the door. Vincent invites him in. They have some tea or coffee or whatever. Yeah. And they talk about the project. And, and that's how it works. Damn. So if you're like a budgeting... Budgeting? Not a budgeting. Burgeoning? Burgeoning, I think. Burgeoning. Burgeoning. Okay. Burgeoning. If you're a filmmaker and you want somebody to appear in your film... There you go. That's inspiration. Go to their fucking house and knock on their door. Stalk the shit out of them. Stalk them, the people you want in your film. Them, it yes. does work. Yeah, I mean, to a point. I mean, I suppose other other actors. I mean, Vincent Price was is fairly eccentric, so I could see him being uh, being okay. He was. With, yeah, he was. I, I he could was see him. Nice I could see how he would how he would be okay with people knocking on his door and asking about films. But uh, yeah, I, I see a lot of lot of actors now calling the police. Yeah, um, and, uh, he he was from back in the day. So he was from back in the day. Yeah, Monday, 
On Monday, I talked to Julian Schnabel, who just did Mural, and he had previously done The Diving Bell and The Butterfly. Yeah, which we talked about last week. Which we did. And, and uh, neither of us have seen it. We, we have not. No. But we, uh, one of us is Academy have to Award nominated, and, uh, and Julian was a very nice guy. Uh, the interview you, went have, very well. Have you seen anything that Julian has done? Besides Mural? You're right. No, not besides no. Mural. I have. I have seen nothing. This guy. He did. The, he did the diving bell and the butterfly. He did bass, basquiat. Basquiat. Yeah. He is. He's a critically acclaimed. I mean. No, he he's very highly. Very, very, very highly spoken of. But, but uh, I've never seen any because it's because it's a, a bit of an, a bit of a takeoff from from what we normally watch, which is horror. Yeah. We are horror. Whores. Well, yeah, and that's the thing with the interview. I mean, it was a great interview, but I ain't gonna lie, it was basically just him bitching about Israel the whole time. So, if you don't care about Israel, don't don't read that interview because you're wasting your fucking time. It really does. But uh, politics is a is a different web show, I think. It, yeah, it is. Uh, interviews in progress. I uh, talked to Barbara Cupisti. I'm saying that wrong, I'm sure, but I uh, mentioned this last week. I mean, she's an Italian actress. She was in Fulci's in New York River. She was in uh, Cemetery Man. She was in... Which is one of the greatest films ever made. Yeah, she was in Stage Fright. She was in Dario Argento's Opera. Pretty opera much like good. all the great Italian horror films. But Cemetery Man is still one of the best films ever made. Oh, yeah, Cemetery Man's amazing. Rupert Everett. Got all of that. Fantastic, yeah. I've and seen I, a lot of Rupert Everett films, and, and he's good. Like Four Weddings and a Funeral? Four Weddings and a Funeral, uh, My Best Friend's Wedding. Yeah. He plays My Wife Likes Him, but uh, my wife likes him as, the, as the, the gay actor. Yeah. Because he plays gay men pretty prominently. But uh, I, think, I think he's a fantastic actor. I'm a big fan of Rupert, Rupert Everett. Absolutely. Well, yeah, I, ta- I talked to Barbara a couple days ago. Um, we're working things out that should be coming in through any day now. Can you get Rupert Everett? I wish. You need to get Rupert Everett. Have you tried? We need to get Rupert Everett. Uh, Anybody try. that listens to this, we need to get Rupert Everett to do the show. I agree, and I, I've wanted that for so long. Because he is the man. Uh, is also also the in, in progress, uh, Jill Sholin. I may be saying that maybe Shaylin. I'm not sure, but however you say her name. Uh, I actually, I spoke to her on the phone a couple times a few months ago. Uh, she she called my house and the time zone thing was weird and, yeah, that, that's one and, of the uh, and we're trying to work that through now. A lot of people live in, in different places, so it's, it's well, we got time zone issues. She's older. She's got kids. But if you don't know who she is, she was in the original Stepfather with Terry O'Quinn. She was in a movie called Popcorn. She was in Phantom of the Opera with Robert England. She, I mean, she's in a lot of a lot of good horror films, which which didn't get she, great reviews. Yeah, she was. In, I mean, if you like '80s horror, she was in some good ones. In '80s horror, did not. They, they don't get great reviews, but they're, they're good to watch. They're entertaining films. Yeah. All right. I had a, I had an interview set up for this Friday for the writer director of the movie The Reef, but that has been canceled uh, because he lives in Australia, and I do not. And I will be busy yeah. when he is free. So. Australia's cool, but really, who the fuck has seen the reef? I haven't I've even seen it yet. Actually, I've thought, about it, I've thought about watching it a few times, but it looks so 
fucking boring that I haven't actually seen. Yeah, no, the reef is sitting on my to watch, but the, I'll get to it. The soon, reef but. looks like a. It looks like one of those that's. A I'm not gonna say the guy's movie. name, but I mean, I'm sorry, I didn't watch the movie yet. I haven't either, and I probably never will. Okay. Just, it doesn't look like that entertaining of a film compared to what I've watched recently. Uh, and finally, for interviews, this is a very long interview segment today. It is. You had a lot of interviews. I know it's been a busy week, man. I, I noticed that when I when I checked uh, when I checked Facebook. Yeah, yeah, uh, and then tomorrow I got an interview with Dwight Little. Whose name I wasn't really familiar with, but um, sounds familiar, but I can't think of why. Yeah, well, uh, I mean, I'm supposed to be talking to him about Tekken, uh, which will be coming out, I believe, next week. But uh, and, but and, but and, and you sent me a, a message saying that Tekken was good. Tekken you, was good. You said you you enjoy Tekken. You Tekken I, was. I, we can talk I, about can, Tekken if you want. I can check. I haven't seen it, but I I can check what you sent me for Tekken. But Tekken was good, and uh, so yeah, so I'm going to talk to him about Tekken. And, um, again, Phantom of the Opera with Joe Shalin and Robert England. He directed that. He directed Halloween Part 4 with Daniel Harris. So and he directed Murder at 1600. But it, we're mostly going to be talking about Tekken because that's what the PR people want me to talk about. But you know, I'll throw some other other shit in. So we'll see. Oh. Next week's show, I'll, I'll let you know how that went. Um, and uh, that's, that's interviews, which uh, there's a lot of fucking interviews. But I think... I you think, did have a lot of interviews. Yeah. And, uh, I, I, I'm trying to find what you sent me about Tekken. I, it was pretty recent, and I'm, I'm trying to find it here. Oh, you you said uh, Tekken ruled. That, that was what you said. Tekken ruled. Those were your exact, uh, your exact words via text. Well, Tekken did rule, and I wasn't drunk at the time. I haven't so. seen it. I'm a big fan of the game, personally, but uh, I have not seen the film. All right. Well, we're to the we're to the review, or whatever fucking a section of the. I like that we got the background music. What the fucking a section? That sounds like the Beastie Boys. It is. I don't know if people can hear that on the microphone, but yeah, someone's playing Beastie Boys in the background. You gotta love the Beastie Boys. Um, good to what we're doing now. We're the review section. We're in the review section. So what did what did we we talked about slaughtered vomit dolls? I think we're done with that. I don't know. I don't know if we're done. I, nobody should really be done with slaughtered vomit dolls because it was just that bad. Well, we want to talk. We don't say vomit we, anymore. We, do we we talked about it earlier. Spew, we pew, talk, yeah, blow we, chunks, we, toss we, cookies. Yeah, we talked about the the different words for vomit, but we didn't really talk about slaughtered vomit dolls. Which didn't we? What more is there to say? Yeah, there's not really much to say about Nothing it. Nothing happens in that movie. It was a horrible film. I'm sorry. It was fucking terrible. It was just god awful. If anybody I have actually listens through, to this, I have sat through some shitty films, and that I gotta say, it takes the fucking kick. Yeah, bad milk. If anybody listens to this and likes Slaughter Vomit Dolls, I strongly encourage you to send us a message, leave a comment, whatever, yeah. and explain why you well, like it. It, I I promise you, if you do, we will address your comment I, because I want to know. Yeah, which brings me to that. I think what we need to do is is if people have a movie that they think is just horrible that they yeah. think they're not quite sure on that they think might be bad, I think maybe they should send us comments saying you should watch this film, give me a review on it in the next week. I think maybe maybe we should watch try try to scrape the bottom of the barrel. Maybe maybe I think we should scrape the bottom. Maybe we should have a segment called scraping the bottom of the barrel, where we watch a movie that somebody recommends to us. 
but it, that they think just should not be seen. Well, I mean, I know, I know, I've got or, my, or my handful of films that I recommend people never see, and apparently you've got this one that you I would, oh, I I would yeah. not recommend that to anybody, which yeah. is saying a lot because I've I've seen some, I've seen a lot of shitty horror films, and this one takes the cake because it's not even a horror film. It's they claim it as a horror slash art piece. I don't even and know what it is. It is neither. It is, I've seen art films and I've seen horror films. It doesn't classify as either. It's just horrible, shitty cutscenes of women vomiting and eyes being poked out. And yeah. It's not good. Well, yeah. So, what, what other films did you want to talk about? I know you saw two or three or four or seven or something. I watched, uh, I watched three just last night. Yeah, you did. I you sick fuck. Four, if you include slaughtered vomit dolls, which well, I, we're, we're, we're which I don't done. count. No more slaughtered vomit dolls. Yeah, we're not gonna count that. We so, have filled so, way too much time with that already. Yeah. So if we don't count that, I watched three horror films just last night. All right. Well, what do you want? What do you want to talk about? Which um, Which one of those sounds like actually worth talking about? Zombie Women of Satan was good. Zombie Women, Zombie of, women Satan? of Satan. Is that what it's called? It's called Zombie Women of Satan. And it's from... I'm, uh, they released it 2009, I believe, had a, the UK release. It's a British film. It's a British film, okay. It's a British film. Um, so a lot of British actors. If, if you're familiar with uh, Doctor Who... I'm not. Okay. I'll, if you're familiar, familiar with Doctor Who... Um, the new one, I the new, the new ones, yes. Not not like the the very recent ones with uh, I forget who it is, the bow tie guy. I, I never watched any um, of them. But, I'm uh, sorry, I'm sure people are gonna be pissed about that, but whatever, I haven't. There, there's. I, I'm a big fan of Doctor Who, um, but uh, he was Mickey, uh, one of the one of the main characters in uh, Zombie. Or not, no, I'm I'm thinking of Doghouse now. You're getting your films right, I'm mixed getting up, my films dude. mixed up. I'm getting my films mixed up. Um, Zombie Women of Satan was a, a British film. Um, I'm trying to think who's in that now. Um, <laughs> was anybody in it? There were there was actually a few actors in it. Um, Hang on here. No, there weren't. You're looking there stuff were. up on your phone. You're cheating. I am. I am. I am cheating. I am looking this up on my phone uh, just because I cannot remember the name. Because see, I've got a sheet of paper for people. The people that I can't see this. Yes, I can yes. only hear. I, I have a sheet of paper, so I'm you cheating. Do. You do. If it sounds like I know what I'm talking about, it's because I have. A, I have some fucking cliff notes here. It was. It was from 2009. It was a British film, which didn't come to this country until this year or last year. Yeah, about three days uh, ago, probably. That's probably about right. I mean, it's it's been um, it's been a while. Um, Warren Speed. Who oh, that is. And nobody does. Well, who, who do I know? There is really nothing. Nobody in this film is really known in this country. Well, then why are we talking um, about these people? I because don't know who they it was are. a legitimately entertaining film. Okay, Zombie um, Women of Satan? Yeah, directed by Steve O'Brien and Warren Speed. Yeah, I don't know those guys. But but and nobody okay, nobody but really no, does. Right. Um, I'm, no, I'm putting you I'm putting you on the fucking spot, dude. Yeah. This is a fucking terrible title for a movie. Tell me why th- it's, it's actually a, worth I think, watching. I think it was a, a good film. Uh, I It really has nothing to do with the movie. Um 
the movie is basically this rock star, this female rock star, finds her sister at a, at a crazy interview because she's touring with a burlesque show called Flesharama. Flush but, or flesh? Flesh. Flesharama. 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 Not flusharama. No, not flusharama. Which would be much no, I mean, more that cool. Would, that would be different. That would, that yeah. would be like. That's what I go to see. Yeah, that, that would be more closer to a fecal tsunami. But uh, fecal tsunami. Yeah, that's uh, what I. I mean, flusharama. They're they're touring with a. sandwiches ranks right up with chicks vomiting. They're, they're touring with a, a burlesque artist, a strong man who is a midget. A strong or a man midget. Little person, as they call so him. So he can lift like forty pounds. Yeah, no, no. He he's the one that kicks kicks ass for a while. I mean he can rip shit up because he's little. Okay. Um a clown so, a clown named uh is uh something porno. I forgot, <laughs> I forgot what his name is. Well this is good. This movie is a good movie. Yeah, it's it's good. It's it's fucking incredibly entertaining. It's, All right. Production value is probably not real high, um, but it is. Well, let's put it's this. It's fun to watch because it's a, it's there, a horror man. comedy. Because so they, out of out of out of five stars, what do you give this? I'd give it uh, probably it depends. Uh, the stars thing is kind of. I mean, I mean not just for just not just for quality. Com- I mean for enjoyability. Enjoyability, you, I would give yeah. it probably uh, three and a half. Three and a half that ain't bad. Just because it's. The, the production quality, not real high. It's not a great production value, but it's entertaining as hell. So I'd give it a three and a half, maybe a four. Just that because it's, yeah, it was fun to watch. I mean, it, I'd, I'd probably give it a, a solid four because it was fun to watch. This is Zombie Women zombie of Satan? Zombie Women of Satan. Yeah, not a great movie, film, but... Not, not a great title, I'll give you. Um, they do say the title in the movie, but uh, it's got... Porno the Clown. Porno the Clown is. Oh, that's his name. Okay. Um, no, it's not Porno the Clown. Pervo the Clown. Pervo. Pervo the Clown. That's a little better. It's a great. I mean, it's, Porno's it's, a good name too. But. And yeah, Pervo the Clown sounds a bit like Chris Eccleston, which I'm going back that to that. Either. I'm going back to the Doctor Who thing. Oh, okay. He's uh, the first incarnation of the new Doctor. Oh. Chris Eccleston, he, he well, was you got in, me beat him the Doctor and, Who a, stuff. And he was in um, uh, G.I. Joe. He actually played Cobra. No, he didn't. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah. Was, Co- what's Cobra? Chris he, or maybe not Cobra. He was the, the guy with the metal face. With the mask oh, Destro. Him. Destro, Okay. Yes. He was Destro. I'm like and, and fucking I'm Cobra, sorry, Cobra yeah. Commander was that Cobra fucking Commander, gay right. kid from Third Rock from the Sun. You're right. It wasn't Cobra Commander. He was Destro. Destro yeah. was Chris Eccleston. Who was a great Doctor Who. I would rank him as probably the the second best Doctor Who because, I mean. All right. You know. But anyway, we're, we're going to sci-fi now and not horror. That's fine. Let's go back I, to the horror shit. I watched I watched five movies this week. I'm gonna tell you oh, what they are. You, you tell beat me, you beat me on this. You tell me which one you want to hear about. All right, let's see. I watch I watch Insidious. I watch Turbulent Skies. I watch Tekken. I watch Born to Ride, and okay. I watch The Man with the Movie Camera. <coughs> Is Tekken really a horror film? No, it's not, but I'd like so to talk can, about it if you want to. We can cut that out. You want to well, hear about Tekken? I kind of want to hear about Tekken, but it's not a horror It's film, a good so movie. Look at this. I like yeah, it. Yeah, that's a very different show. 
And we've already had the giveaway for the Tekken, so I think I think we're done with Tekken for now. Okay, fine, but Tekken's a good movie. I was I was shockingly surprised by its goodness. It's a great game, so it can't be a bad movie. I mean, Street Fighter was a good game, and it had Raul Julia. I mean, it yeah. was a shit movie, but it yeah, had Super Raul Mario Julia. Super Mario Brothers was an amazing movie. Uh, I don't know what amazing, but it was... I believe it, it had Dennis good. Hopper. It was good. It did have Dennis Hopper as, as uh, Koopa. Yeah. He was fucking Koopa. I mean, Koopa won. All right, fine. No, no Tekken. So, but Dennis Hopper. Insidious, not turbulent in, skies, in. born to ride, and man with the movie camera. See, man with the movie camera sounds sounds the most entertaining to me. Yeah, but it has nothing to do with horror at all. No, not at all. Not remotely. Wow. So, do you have any of these on your list that had anything to do with horror? Insidious got, and Turbulent Skies were both horror. I got, got four movies that I watched just last night that had to do with horror films. Well, four of these five were ones that I had to watch for the for the fucking website. I mean, so. I've got I've got Doghouse and Chronos. Uh, is Dog Doghouse horror? Doghouse is horror. It's See, a, I didn't think it was based on the title. Doghouse, you wouldn't think so, but it's a it's a horror comedy, kind of like the like like Shaun of the Dead. Only, uh, see, Doghouse is the one I was thinking of, uh, of Doctor Who. Where the well, guy let's talk about Doghouse, then. I want to hear more about this. I, th- I didn't sound like a horror to me. It's like an indie film of some sort. You would think so, but it's a, it's a British film. I didn't watch any American films this week, which, not surprising. Which is weird. American, we haven't come out with any films in God knows how long that we're... Four of I mean, my five are American films. See? The other one is Soviet Russia. I have not seen a... a Single film in the past week that has been uh, that has been American. Oh, I've watched yeah. Canadian, I've watched British, and I've watched Russian films. I've got to say the Russian films, I'm not a big fan of. I, I watched uh, Visions of Suffering. Visions it's, of Visions suffering? of Suffering sounds vaguely familiar. What I, is that? It's not good. It's oh, I think you I think you texted me about that. I did. I did. Oh yeah, what is it? I tried to watch it. It's not uh, good though. Nobody has a name in this movie. It's there. There is no storyline. So it's like at a bar. Kinda. Uh, this Russian guy, his phone breaks down. He goes to his neighbor to get his phone fixed. Has these. It's it's probably a good film if you if you take a lot of LSD. He goes to his you, neighbor to get his phone fixed. Yeah, because he needs to make a phone call to. Hey, my BlackBerry's jammed up. Can you fix my phone? Yeah. You don't know who he needs to make the phone call to. Whatever he has a phone, a phone, uh, phone, telephone repairman come to his house who fixes his telephone. Which maybe they do that in Russia. I don't know. They don't do it here. Yeah, they you, don't, don't do it here. You, don't, you don't get a guy that shows up to your house to fix your phone. You, maybe to fix your your phone line, but not your phone itself. Right. This guy shows up to. to well, that's fix, what we're doing wrong. Th- <laughs> this guy shows up to fix his his phone itself. He. Sits down and then drinks a cup of tea or coffee, whatever the hell it is. The guy offers him both. You don't know what he drinks. Maybe it's uh, some slaughtered vomit. It could be some slaughtered vomit. Yeah. Nobody know he. Nobody has a name in this film. Um, it's it's kind of in the same vein as slaughtered vomit dolls, but I'd say better done because. So this movie is bad, bad but constant. it's better done. Oh God, yes. It's. But it's still a bad movie. I, w- I would rank this as a as an art film, not a horror film, really. Um, what, so what good movie did you watch this week? Um, let's see, what, what did I watch? Kronos. 
Oh, Kronos was good. Kronos. By, uh, well, let's yeah. I, I guess yeah. Okay. Let's, well, let's talk about let's talk about something good. Kronos was a great film. Yeah. Um, Benicio del Toro. Benicio del Toro. Who? Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro. Oh yeah, Guillermo del Toro. Benicio del Toro. Toro, totally different guy. <laughs> He's an actor. He doesn't direct the films. Totally he just acts them, but he's Guillermo a great, del Toro. great actor, don't get me wrong, but Guillermo del Toro. Benicio del Toro is awesome. Yeah, you've guy. got all like Benicio del Toro, sorry. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro. Guillermo del Toro. Okay, directed. Who did that? Who did that, that, the Hellraiser movies? And, uh, what? They're not Hellraiser, uh, Hellboy. 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 Pan's Labyrinth. Pan's Labyrinth. Yeah. Um, did Kronos back he in the Also, he was the producer of The Orphanage. He was. He, he okay, but well, anyway, yeah, Kronos. Did a film back in 19, uh, 1993. I believe it was 1993. Uh, well, yeah, we're recording again. I'm gonna put you on speakerphone. Okay. Um, I'm talking about a movie right now, so I'll call you back. But anyway, Kronos. Yes. Uh, Guillermo del Toro. Man. All right. Fantastic director. Uh, I would agree. It's a a vampire film. Okay. Um, Starring, uh, it's it's. You said Ron Perlman's in it. Ron Perlman is in it. Okay. Um, the main character's name is Jesus Gris. Okay. Which I thought was a was a good name considering what he is. He. What he, is he's, he? He's a man who runs a kind of an antique store, and he he comes across this this angel, that was created by some alchemist to hide. His smoke was named like Tony. I, I don't Obama. remember the I don't remember the alchemist. Name. The alchemist came from that the like the fourteen hundreds or something. I'm sleepy and enjoying shitty ass rail with you. He, he came he talking. came from from the fourteen hundreds. He the alchemist created this this device called the Kronos device. Okay. Which encapsulated some weird crazy ass insect which they never say where this bug came from yeah 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 it's an insect it's a bug they show it in the movie um encapsulated in this golden pod that yeah you put it on your hand and it cranks into your wrist or you put it on your chest it cranks into your heart whatever it yeah. turns you into a vampire and this this antique shop owner turns into a vampire throughout the course of the film <sighs> Starring yeah. Ron Perlman, or co-starring Ron Perlman. Ron is, Perlman. Uh, Ron Perlman is, I'm a big fan of Ron Perlman. Perlman. But Jesus Gris, which I thought was a great name, because yeah. he dies about f- f- 20, 30 minutes into the film. Okay, okay. And comes back to life. Well, which is the Jesus thing. Yeah. You know. He comes back to life with gray skin, which is where the grease comes in. Grease is... is Spanish for gray. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So Jesus Gris, best name they could probably think of for that character. That's pretty spot on. I there. thought so. Yeah. Um, you know, he peels off his skin to to really reveal white skin with like some crazy blue marbling shit on okay. it. Okay. Um, 
They kill a few people. It's it's not your traditional horror film. It's but it's it, good. It's it is. It's fantastic. It is a great film. Yeah. I mean, Guillermo del Toro does not fuck around. Yeah, and I the know. Movie scenes are great. He doesn't fuck around. He I know this movie films. was like critically acclaimed. It was very highly rated. Uh, but just got re-released like six months ago with like a Blu-ray or whatever. So it was, like, it was nice. I mean, you you watched it on Netflix, right? I did. Yeah, you watched it on Netflix, I but I mean, Netflix. I think it was like a high quality. I mean, not knocking Netflix, even though they're uh, jacking up the prices. Those fucks. Yeah, that's true. Those but fucks. I'll still pay it. Those I, fucks. I, because they have. Fuck you, Netflix. Fuck you. I think with Netflix, you can find movies on Netflix that you can't find anywhere else. No, Netflix is an amazing service, but seriously. Fuck yeah, you, don't raise your prices. Don't fucking raise Netflix prices. That's horseshit. That's bullshit. Netflix, you came out, you provide a great service, you ran Blockbuster into the ground, okay, and now you're trying to lose your people. But Fuck we've, you. But we've got 20 minutes left, and we haven't gotten through the bulk of the movies that we watched this week. That's Well, we're doing good on oh, wasting are, time this week. We are good, doing good on wasting time. Way Kronos, if you haven't seen Kronos, you need to fucking watch Kronos. Yeah, dude, great I, got, film. I got a question about that's, Kronos. That's, I want to ask you about I'd say it's this. One of Del Toro's best one. I'm not going to talk to, to, to Del Toro anytime soon, I I'm sure. I think you should. That's I wish. Anyway, yeah. But I got a question for you. Yeah. Uh, so, what's with the title? What Does that have anything to do with, with, with time travel or anything at all? It doesn't, but Kronos was the god of time. Right. And, uh... There's but, nothing to do with that? But the Kronos device turns you into a vampire, which means you can live forever. Is that, is that the connection? It is. Um, the Kronos device makes you a vampire, essentially. Um, you live off human blood. Um, if you were affected by the Kronos device, you would live off human blood, and you would live forever. Um, which, well, not forever, obviously. You can still be killed, because uh, the way the Kronos device gets into Jesus Reese's hands... Yeah. Is because the inventor of the Kronos device lived four hundred some years, and that's a while. Yeah, he used it and lived four hundred some years, and was killed in a collapse of a building of a bank in Mexico, I believe it was. And, that's a uh, bummer. Yeah, fucking. They they showed a big chunk of glass or something right through his chest. He he dies, and all his shit gets sold, and Jesus. Greece buys the angel to sell in his antique shop. Oh, that's cool. And he discovers through Ron Perlman. Uh, oh yeah, kind Perlman. Of. Ron, Ron Perlman is is the one. He's working for his uncle, who knows about it because he got the the alchemist's diary, so he knows about the Chronos device. So he's looking for it, and is has all these. Angels hung in his apartment. That's cool. Because he's dying, trying to find the Kronos device, and he finally figures out who has it. And Ron Perlman is his. I hope people cousin. can hear our background music because it sounds pretty awesome right now. It does. I don't know what it is, but I like Ron it. Ron Perlman is his nephew, who stands to inherit everything that the guy who's looking for it has, and he's a millionaire. Um. But Ron Perlman is basically his henchman slash nephew, and he, he's a pretty prominent figure in the in the movie. And because he, you can't go wrong with Ron Perlman, yeah, or, or Guillermo del Toro. That's cool. So you want me to talk about any of these movies I watched? Yeah, 
Talk Any- about more Easy Water. What do you want to hear about? Anything, go ahead. Dude, no, fucking ramble on. on. No, ramble on. I don't even want to ramble. I don't want to ramble on. Fucking, so I saw Insidious. Uh, if you're not gonna ramble, I'll ramble about the movies I watch. No, I'm asking you, Insidious, uh, let's Turbulent talk about, Skies, let's talk about Insidious, Tekken, Born Tur- to Ride. Turbulent Skies just doesn't sound good. So let's talk about Insidious. Turbulent Skies, like I said, some crazy shit about. But well, let's let's talk about Insidious. Then. Insidious, you know what Insidious is? I've heard of it, but I haven't seen it. Okay, now Insidious, apparently the producers are the same fucks that produced Paranormal Activity. Well, that's unfortunate. It is unfortunate. Uh, But it's from the same writer and director as the original Saw film, the first Saw. Okay, so that's not too bad. So we got James Wan, we got Lee Bunnell. I'm sorry if I say the so name wrong. Hardcore horror porn guys, kind of. Uh, yeah, yeah, but no, I mean, don't get me wrong. My expectations for Insidious were about average. I would, well, given the the crew that you just stated, yeah, I would say average is. They were about average. average, and I mean, these guys have done some good work. Beyond Saw, they did the Collector, which was pretty good. But the Collector wasn't bad. But yeah, but Insidious. It's actually really, really good. Okay. Better than Saw? Because I, I don't mind Saw. It's not great. It's, it's, but hard, it's, not it's hard to say. I mean, I'm a big fan of the original Saw, and you got to give them credit because they basically had no budget when they did it. I wouldn't say I'm a big fan, but I'd say it's not bad. Right. But no. It's definitely better than the fucking sequel. Insidious, Insidious was good. Like, I mean, the, the reviews on it, people were like, oh, it's the best thing since Poltergeist. Oh, it's the best thing since The Exorcist. And, you know, that's a little bit of an exaggeration. That's hard to state. I mean, th- there has been... The only horror film that still scares me to this day is The Exorcist. The original The Exorcist is the only film that yeah. today still, still scares yeah, me. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, let's not fuck around here. Exorcist is obviously the better film. I have seen thousands of horror films, and that is the only one that is yeah. still scares me. But I can't watch that without fucking... Insidious isn't, isn't bad. I mean, basically what you got... Is you got this little boy, and he's fucking around in the attic, doing things he shouldn't be doing. He it's falls and he bumps his head and cuts his head open. Okay. Now I don't know the exact process, but through some sort of means, this evil spirit inhabits him. Okay. He goes into a coma, and while he's in a coma, the evil spirit has control over his surroundings. So, there's a grateful dead. Yeah. So, so like, so the the family's in this house, and and there's some spooky shit, and it's legitimately creepy. Like, it's filmed very, very, very well. Okay. Where like, it's not horror. just jump scares. It's actually some creepy looking like stuff. Amityville horror type scares, or like Hollywood Amityville's scares. a good comparison. Yeah, it's pretty okay. good. I'm talking to you. Yeah, yeah. No, it's pretty good. Like, things will show up, you're like, oh, that's just creepy. And, and, um, you know, so like, oh, the house is haunted. So, after a couple days of that bullshit, they move out and they go into another house. And then shit starts happening again. And then it occurs to them, you know, oh man, the house isn't fucking haunted. It's this fucking, it's our kid who's in a fucking coma that's haunted. All right. Okay. So anywhere they bring him, it's haunted. So pretty much either they got to tackle it head on, 
which you know is what they do, or they have to kill their kid, and you know, they're not going to do that. No, so, no. all they need to do is hire a, a short midget to you know protect the house. There was no short midget. They work in poltergeist. There was no short midget. They hire her. They hire uh, oh, some some chick who's played by actress Lynn Shay. Okay. Uh, who. I don't know how to explain Lynn Shea, but I mean, she's she's a known horror actress. She's been around. Right. Uh, she was like in the remake of uh, 2000 Maniacs and... 2001 uh, Maniacs. 2001 Maniacs. And, Which I'm a big fan of. I mean, Robert Englund. And I may or may, may not be correct on this, but I think she's Magda. Magda? The tan chick from There's Something About Mary? Okay, that sounds about right. I, that could be completely fucking bullshit, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I think it's the same actress. Um, but anyway, no, the series was actually surprisingly good, and it's either out now or it will be out in a couple of days. I think it's out now. I think it's out now. And it's it's actually really good. It's um, the only redeeming horror film you've seen in the past week? Yes, because Turbulent Skies was more sci-fi and it was a B-movie. It was entertaining, but it was a B-movie. So Tekken bad. was more sci-fi, which was fantastic. It was actually way better than expected. Um, Born to Ride was a whole lot of fucking bullshit. Um, it was awful. You should never watch it. So, I'm the only one that actually watched any legitimate horror films in the past week. <laughs> Dude, I just watch what they send me, man. I watched uh, Doghouse, which which I gotta say was good. Yeah? It was. Um, you gonna get it right this time? What? You gonna, you gonna remember who's actually in this one? Hmm. I can't remember the names because I watch mostly American. I know American actors. For the yeah, well, don't that's know a fair. lot of. Uh, don't know a lot of British actors. Yeah, I um, mean, yeah, I know American actors a lot better. Too, I I recognize fair. a lot of the guys in in Doghouse. Uh, one of them is is Mickey in in uh, Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. Um, there's another guy. All British films can be tied back to Doctor Who somehow. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. yeah. You can you can mostly tie almost any British film back to Doctor Who. Uh, at least in the past Maybe I should be watching Doctor 50 Who. years. I mean, the show's been on forever. Big fan, but it's not horror. It's sci-fi. But, uh, good film. It's, uh, it's about a group of guys who go to, they take a bus to this small little country town in the middle of nowhere. And, uh, uh-huh. This plague affects the they're world. They're in England, though? They're in England. Or whatever. They're UK, in England. Yeah, they're, they're in the UK. And this plague turns all the women into ferocious, weird, crazy zombie beasts. And this is good? It's it's good film. It's good film. You, okay. would, you would think it might not be that good, but... Uh, they yeah, refer- that doesn't really sell it. It doesn't, but uh, they reference the Evil Dead constantly in that movie. You can obviously tell that whoever wrote or and or directed the film was a big fan of the Evil Dead because the the first time you meet one of the characters, he's a, a comic book owner or a comic shop owner. Okay. He, he owns a shop that sells comic books and paraphernalia. That's good. And there's a big poster right behind him for Evil Dead Two. Okay. And okay. It, you know it's got the whole spiel of the Evil Dead Two, Dead by Dawn, yada yada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's talking to a kid who's maybe twelve. That comes into his shop to buy a comic book, and he hands the guy Evil Dead, the Evil Dead comic book, and the kid doesn't know what it's about, so he has to explain him 
explain to him what Evil Ed's all about. Having done that, they they go. You know, he leaves the shop and along with his friends, and they all go into the English countryside, which the bus driver tells them it's a dead end in the middle of nowhere. They get there, and they constantly reference Evil Dead through the whole film. They talk anytime they talk about it. They're like, oh, these women are from the Evil Dead, and blah blah blah. This know? is this is good. It's good. Okay. It is. It is legitimately good. Um, it's these five, six guys that go into the English countryside and then they all the women are turned in this village. They're all turned into crazy zombie psychos who are looking to kill everybody. There's one point where one of them gets kidnapped and he's sitting in there and she's got a cake and she's got fingers, men's fingers, sticking up like candles. Yeah, that's always good. Yeah. And she cuts his pinky off and runs it through the icing of the cake and licks it off like she's trying to be seductive. Mm. And she's a probably mid-50s housewife. That's not seductive. Not attractive. No, no. it's not at all. She's not seductive no. at all. No mid-50s no, women are attractive. No, no, no. I wouldn't say that. Well, um, that's probably not true, but you know me, so. But it's like, she, she licks the, she, she takes his finger, dips it in the fucking cake frosting, Licks it off like she's trying to seduce him before she eats him. Okay. All the women in this town eat the men. That's, there's no men left in the town because all the women ate them. Because they were turned into crazy man-eating psychopaths. That's good stuff. It is. It's it's actually a pretty good film. Alright, what's our time? What are we doing? We've got about six minutes left. Uh, we're going to run over, but uh, oh, yeah. it's fine. Um... Let's, let's, I'm going to move on, if that's cool with you, to uh, to Celebrity of the Week. Do you Who got a Celebrity of the Week? I don't. Well, see, because I, I, I got some options for you. Okay, what are the options here? The options are Patrick Stewart. Ooh, that's always good. That's right, it was his It was his birthday this week. It was his birthday today. 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 Um, which is, which I think I think we should stick with Patrick Stewart, because I've been watching uh, Star Trek The Next Generation. Okay. Like I said, your your options were Patrick Stewart, Harrison Ford. Well, that's a good one too. Yeah, and and uh, Alex Trebek. Oh, those are all good ones. I know, right? They all are very good. I mean, Patrick Stewart and Alex Trebek and and uh, Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford. I just threw Harrison Ford in there because it's also his birthday today. Really? Yeah. Oh, Patrick Stewart and Harrison Ford. On the same day. day. What a great day! It is. That is a great day. They're both great actors. Yeah, if they were instantly together, I would watch it, but I don't think they are. No, I think they should be. I think there should have been an, ex- an episode of, of uh, Star Trek Next Generation starring Harrison Ford. I'd like to see if I can Captain Picard take on Han Solo. Oh, yeah. That, that would have been great. Yeah. You get about two of the biggest sci-fi characters ever born on the same fucking day. That's They're in the same week. That That's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Well, so what do you what do you want to say about? It? I mean, there's nothing in particular in the newsworthy that happened. I mean, no. I just wanted to throw those names out there. There's some great names too out there, though. Yeah, like all three of them. I don't know. I, I've really got nothing to say about any of them. I've been I've been rewatching Star Trek: The Next Generation because it's available on on Netflix. Yeah, that's really great. I mean, I'm I'm biased because I grew up with Next Generation, but I would Agreed. say that it's Agreed. it's it's the best of any of the Star Trek series. I agree. It, it's 
the original was good, but uh, I didn't have the production value that Next Generation had. Yeah, I thought Next Generation was was well made. Uh, it was the plots were good. I thought they raised a lot of interesting issues. Like there was a lot of like they you, did. You can, yeah, there, there was, was there was a deeper, a deeper meaning was. to some of the episodes. So that was like but, a really uh, you know the, the original series did have the same thing. I mean, the did original so? series was was made back in the day, so they they raised a lot of that that a lot of political issues. Well, maybe I should give they them really more of a chance. The, I don't if know. You, if you watch the original series, they raised a lot of political issues with. Uh, Equal rights and, and, well, and stuff good. like that. Yeah, like I said, I mean, um, like Deep Space Nine. I, I like Deep Space Nine too, but see, I'm not but it, but it, I, I don't think I don't think Deep Space, Space Nine, Nine really took off until season seven. Season seven was fantastic, and the first six seasons were just sort of they were entertaining, but nothing special. And Voyager just I never. Wait a second, Enterprise that sucked. Yeah, I mean, despite I watched that, I watched Voyager because I was like Scott in it, but it was what it. what. Scott Bakula was. Oh yeah, Scott Bakula was amazing. He was the captain in Enterprise. I love Scott Bakula, but, but yeah, but he couldn't even save that show. You only know, they, they had a good run when they were doing the going back in the nineteen thirties with the the whole Nazi thing. That was a good run for for Enterprise, but the whole show in general. Sucked. Yeah, it was the show in general was stupid and okay. and they were fucking themselves. They, I mean, fuck no, no offense to the, to the people who made it. I'm sure they're great people, but fuck them, because no, when you yeah, make a you know show what? that comes out that takes place before, you know, the original series yeah, with Shatner, like, well, you're limited and because that's, and that's you can't meet alien races that you haven't met yet. Yeah, you can't no, you have can't. technology no. that you haven't developed no. yet. You're in this limited little world where anything that Shatner's crew discovered, See, you can't discover because you're before that. The best thing that bothered about the movie, Star Trek the movie, mm-hmm. they brought back Spock. Yeah. They, you know, they brought him in. They, they brought in, uh, what's his name? Uh, I don't know. I didn't see this movie. Yeah, the original Spock. Leonard Nimoy? Leonard Nimoy. Okay. But they refused to let William Shatner into the movie. Well, it's a mistake. He told them he wanted to be in it. They told the him Shat no. Man. They told him no. We can't have you in this. Like, how can you make a Star Trek that's based on the original yeah, that's Star a mistake. Trek without having the Shatman? You've got to have William Shatner in that show. Well, anyway, yeah, no Enterprise. Yeah, that was just dumb because no Enterprise. Was you got this limited time frame between. Well, People we've got, going we've into got less than two minutes. Whatever. Between people going into space in the original series. I mean, what can you really do in that limited time? I mean, they probably stretched it beyond what they should have done. Oh, I agree. It was just whatever. Scott Bagula, great, and Quantum Leap. Well, so we're way off of Patrick Stewart. Yeah, Patrick Stewart, they're great. Actually. And Harrison Ford, we're not talking about an Alex Trebek. We can say Alex Trebek uh, for another time. We because, can, we, and we will. Because Alex Trebek, there's something I really Patrick want to talk Stewart about. Patrick Stewart was great in Hamlet. He's great he, in a lot of things. He was the greatest captain of Ahab. And agreed, it's just agreed. awesome. He, he was the best captain of the the, SO, the USS Enterprise. Yeah. Ever. I'm a big fan. If of, anybody listens to this podcast, and they want to make a they comment, won't, they but, won't. Uh, but if they do, and they want to comment about Alex Trebek, I want them to do it because... When we get around talking about Alex Trebek, which we will, I want to address their concerns or comments or whatever. I was, I was, 
I laughed my ass off when I saw that guy on Jeopardy who actually used Alex Trebek's name backwards. Yeah. As an answer. Yeah. The answer was obvious. I don't know why the fuck he didn't actually go. I don't remember what the, the question and answer were or whatever. I, don't remember but what, I just remember it being pretty fucking obvious that he should have gotten the answer right and he didn't. But he put Alex's, Alex Trebek's name backwards. And then when it came up, he's like, yeah, I heard it would send you back to an alternate dimension. Yeah. I thought that was fantastic. That no, he no. legitimately did that on Alex Trebek's own fucking show. Yeah, which Alex he, he didn't get no the idea. joke, but yeah. He didn't get it, which was surprising. I thought he would get that right away. Yeah, but it was, yeah, no, it's great. Because, I mean, you know, you know, I mean, our mutual friend Kirsten and whatnot. Yeah. And, uh. We're over an hour now. What? We're over an hour. Whatever, we can run a little over. All right. And, uh, you know, so, I mean, I. I play a Trivial Pursuit and shit against her, oh. and, and we play uh, we play Jeopardy. I don't know what it is. If it's PlayStation or what the fuck it is. Sure. But we play whatever, and and my name on there is saved as Kiebert Zila, and yeah. it and it's hilarious. I mean, that record blows her away. She sucks at Jeopardy. Yeah. She'll never hear this recording, but it's true. She fucking sucks. She's she's fucking retarded. Well, uh, Jeopardy and Trivia. And she's a woman, so it's just a given that she's retarded. Yeah. But anyway, no, it's good. Yeah, so my name on there is, is Kiebert Zila. So, like, yeah. when I when they show the, like, computerized people, it my name in front is Kiebert Zila. So, okay. yeah. So every time I play, I send Alex Trebek back to the dimension he came from. Yes, yeah. yeah and that's But we'll tell you more about him in the future, because there's something I really want to talk about, but I'm not even going to hint at it, because it deserves much more time. Realized, uh... We're now over an hour, and we haven't even mentioned Plan B. Yeah, we're in the basement of Plan B again. We are yetting out in the basement of Plan B, in the garages. We are in the basement of Plan B, and we are both drinking cheap-ass nasty whiskey. Cheap Kessler whiskey and Coke. Yeah, and I've got a couple shots of Goldschlager in me. Compliments to you, sir. You do, yes. I have no shots. I've just been drinking a lot of Kessler and Coke. You want you want to wind this this podcast I down? I think we need to wind this down. Well, and I gotta I gotta throw the contest out there. Oh, you do. We forgot the contest. Well, I didn't forget it. I wrote it down last on my sheet. Let's see, I forgot the contest. Well, what's you the know, contest this week? Well, okay. First, let's talk about the prize. Uh, what's the prize? Well, last week we gave out Tekken. Tekken. Right. And. I have a DVD and a Blu-ray of Tekken. Right. Now, I don't know who the winner of last week like is and whether they want the Blu-ray or the DVD because it's well, this has not been established yet. Right. But whichever one they pick, they can have. And the remainder is available this week. Or, or if you don't want Tekken, okay. you could have a DVD copy of Born to Ride uh-huh. with... Patrick Muldoon and Casper Van Dien, both of whom were in Starship Troopers. They were, yes. Uh, and not Born to Ride, Born to Ride is really weird because it's like a sequel of the Easy Rider. Which shouldn't be done. It shouldn't be done, but that's kind of what it is. Mm. And it has William Forsythe in it too, which is cool. Yeah, you can't go wrong with William Forsythe. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, what I wanted to do for the contest, and this doesn't really fit our theme because we 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 changed our theme, to polishing the turd. Yeah, yeah. But what I wanted to do was uh, was the the pants, the pants contest. What's the pants contest? Well, there's two of us here. 
There are. There's you and there's me. Yeah. And I thought whoever was the first to correctly tell us who is and who isn't wearing pants is, will win this week. You could either say we're both wearing pants, we're both not wearing pants, or you can say Cody is and Gavin isn't, or Gavin is and Cody isn't. Yeah. So you've got a limited number of selections, but whoever the first one is that guesses correctly who is and who isn't wearing pants So let's this say one week, of us is wearing shorts. Short, shorts is not pants. Shorts is not pants, so we're talking about full-length pants here. Correct. We could be wearing shorts, we could be wearing boxers, we could be going commando or whatever. We could be totally naked. We could be whatever. I mean, who knows? We're in the basement of a bar. Wait, come down at the end of the podcast. Yeah, yeah bring you some, some shots. Here. Oh man, there we go. Well, we're finishing up here, but if you want to, if you want to throw your quick yeah, hello you, out you there, know, this is this is Kurt here, and I'm sorry, I don't know. Maddie you. and Maddie. Yep. All right. Taking shots at the end of the show. <laughs> yeah, Kurt and Maddie are here. We got jello shots. We're winding this down, and this is this is a good way to end. This is a delicious <laughs> this is, treat. It's a good way to. They, these are good jello shots too. They're, uh, they're what, the red ones. I don't know. What you want to say are, anything to, to close this out? So you want to like give a final got, farewell? I, I got I got red ones for some blood. That's good. That's yeah, okay. right. yeah, a good try. Well, with the blood red jello shot. That's that's good. I like that. I like that.